a lot of times we hear this thought, this concept, oh, the best is yet to come. And that is great. It helps us to have something to look forward to, but it also takes away from the now, being present and enjoying the season right where you are. So I lean towards the thought, it just keeps getting better and better. Because when we enjoy and are present in the season that we're in, when the next season comes, we're just like, oh, this is just better. But we still look back on the previous season with fondness, with affection, with nostalgia. You are listening to the Look Up Collective podcast, a podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business. We're coaches, Chris, Elizabeth, and Wynn. And if you are looking for simple, actionable, encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. It is Elizabeth and Chris here today. We're so excited that you are here. We are loving this team thing. On the podcast, we've done a, a shows with all three of us all together, when Elizabeth and I. We've done individual ones where you've just heard from Elizabeth, just heard from Wynn. And then recently, Wynn did an individual podcast about the summer bucket list. If you have not listened yet, you need to. We did our bucket list last week. It was yes, so fun. So fun. To set some direction for the mm -hmm. summer around three theme words, as well as then just saying, hey, kids, what do you want to do this summer? And then we can then strategically start to plan yeah, those things out. Our kids out. are so hyped. They literally, we were downstairs and they saw our bucket list on the refrigerator. And our oldest is, this summer is going to be amazing. I'm so excited because they just love knowing what we're working towards and what we're planning towards and knowing that it's going to be a summer filled with just fun and connection and family and friends. And so we all just have an excitement about the summer. And really, as the mom, it helps me so much as I'm planning our weeks to know what to plug in. So I'm looking at the list. And I'm like, OK, if we do one thing a week, then it's like a very doable pace. You're not trying to cram it all in at the end of the summer. It's just one thing at a time, a game night, a movie marathon. Going to the pool, it's just like you can slowly add it in and each week has one of those elements of whatever your words are in your week. And so that's been really fun to get to plan together as a family. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to it yet, that is called creating the best summer ever. And it really is. This is going to be your best summer ever if you do those things with your family. Then last week, Amazing episode. When I got the privilege to edit it and afterwards I was like, dang, this is going to be good. When had the opportunity to interview one of our friends and one of our members in the Lookup Collective, Stephanie Trinkle. And it was just such an encouraging episode. Mm, so, like, it's going to so be good. one I listen to over and over again. And I just loved bringing creativity into our home more, even in the past week, as I was just like my Mine was just reeling with ideas, and I'm just super excited for the summer to bring more of my unique gifts into our home. Yeah, so if you're wanting more about creativity, how to show up in your home, hospitality, mm -hmm. like it, it literally covers so many great things, um, a break from social media, 
so many things are are covered in there and it will be worth your time. Like seriously, invest your time in that. Today's episode is going to be fun. Elizabeth was going to do this by herself, but I have not got to do an episode with her in a while. <laughs> so I weaseled my way in here. You're going to mostly hear from her because this is her story to share, but I'm going to ask her some fun questions. And I think it's going to be incredibly encouraging to you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be incredibly helpful to you. I think you're going to feel very seen as well as just excited to show up. So this conversation, you had this these thoughts just come to you mm-hmm. and then you're sharing them with me on a walk. And so that's going to you're going to get a, a in-depth, close view on what it looks like for us to walk around Jackson, Mississippi. That's like the conversation <laughs> that we're going to have today. I think before we really get into what the light bulb moment was for you, it's for us to introduce what your life looked like, because we've been a mom for 14 years now. Mm-hmm. Right? We've had four kids. We've had the privilege to just be able to raise them. We had a lot, the first three, Fast and Furious. <laughs> and yes. and so how would you describe those early years? <laughs> oh, man. I would say a mixture of pure chaos and overwhelm, along with bliss. Like it was a fun season, like our first three are three under three. Our first two are 18 months apart. Second two are 14 months apart. And here's the kicker, guys. I was had three under three a week before I turned 23. So I was 22 years old with three small babes. And I literally had the worst thoughts about myself. My self-concept, which is just your thoughts about yourself, was literally a dumpster fire. And Chris can attest, I just literally thought I was the worst and I was sucking at everything. And I look back and I'm just like, wow, if you had just had more grace and compassion for yourself, you probably wouldn't have struggled as much as you did because I put so much pressure on myself. I literally was 23 years old, but I thought I was supposed to be acting like a 30-year-old. Like I had so much. And guys, my brain, like my prefrontal cortex wasn't even fully developed yet. Like it doesn't even fully develop until you're 25. And so I was just drowning. So I had this light bulb moment a few weeks ago where I realized that I had this subconscious thought that truly has served me so much in my motherhood. And I don't know if it's because mine just started really rocky and really hard because I was just thrown in the deep end really quick, fast and furiously. But I have had this subconscious thought my whole motherhood that, wow, this is the sweet spot. And it was because within being three under three, every new season just felt, wow, this is a little bit easier. This is the sweet spot. So when they were three, four, five, I was like, wow, this is the sweet spot. And then we would get into seven, eight, nine. Wow, this must be the sweet spot because this is amazing. And then it just kept getting sweeter and sweeter, better and better. But I always thought when I was a young mom, because a lot of people told me this, that, oh, babies don't keep. That's like the best season. And I, you have to know, if you know anything about me, Years ago, like 10 years ago, my Instagram handle was called Baby Lady. It was babe because it was a 
funny, it was a funny joke in our family. Actually, when Chris was serving in student ministry as a youth pastor, one of the youth started calling me baby lady because I was literally pregnant all the time. Yes, we kept. He would just say, hey, baby lady. And then my family caught on and they just started calling me. They Mm -hmm. still to this day call me baby lady because I freaking love babies. I literally would have 10 babies because I just love babies. Chris got a little scared for a little well, bit. Well, we've had that conversation a lot of times. I just want babies. And I'm like, you realize they get older, right? Like they be, babies don't keep, right? Like that whole thing. And I truly, as much as in the beginning where I told you, like it was overwhelming, it was chaotic. There was so much bliss and like love for the season that I was in as well. Right. Like life is 50 50. It's not just one thing or the other. It's a both and. And I loved having babies. Like I loved everything about having a newborn. Now I struggled majorly postpartum myself and how I felt, but the baby itself, the child, I just loved that stage. I just loved the whole first year. It's one of my favorite seasons. But I just want to encourage you that it truly does get sweeter and sweeter, better and better. A lot of times we hear this thought, this concept is, oh, the best is yet to come. And that is great. It helps us to have something to look forward to, but it also takes away from the now, being present and enjoying the season right where you are. So I lean towards the thought, it just keeps getting better and better. Because when we enjoy and are present in the season that we're in, When the next season comes, we're just like, oh, this is just better. But we still look back on the previous season with fondness, with affection, with nostalgia. And that's something that I was doing without even realizing it. I have had a lot of hardship in motherhood. I wouldn't say that it has just come naturally. And maybe it was because it was just all thrown at me so quickly and I had to just pick up the pieces and figure it out. But because I didn't have, okay, have one baby for a few years, get your bearings and then have another one, then have another one. It happened so quickly that I never gave myself space to just be and like even just show myself compassion that like, okay, you're doing it. You're figuring it out. I just had very negative thoughts about myself as a mother. But when I look at the season, Every time they would get have a little bit more independence or they we would pass this next milestone, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like this is such a sweet spot. Like I'm loving this season. But then it just kept getting sweeter and sweeter. So I had I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's just this subconscious thought that I kept telling myself, wow, I think we're in the sweet spot. I think we're in the sweet spot. And then each season. I would tell myself again, wait, I thought that was the sweet spot, but really, I think this is the sweet spot. And I'm in a current season right now with my kids, 14, 13, almost 13, almost 12, and then eight, that I'm like, really believe, even though I have felt this every season that it was the sweet spot, this season really feels like the sweet spot. So I can't even imagine it getting better and better, but I know it will. And it's because of how I think about it. I truly go into, especially teenagehood, a lot of people will scare you. The teen years are horrible. The teen years, just wait. I just want to say, yeah, just wait. It gets better and better. I just, because it does. If you see it that way and you look for it and 
you show up to your life knowing that this is sweetness. Like there's so much good in this season. And that doesn't negate that there's going to be hardships and challenges. Oh my goodness. Like teenagers have a way you think toddlers have emotions. Teenagers have a lot of emotions because it's hormones mixed with emotions. But that's okay. Like they're humans. They're figuring it out. Just like toddlers are figuring out how to regulate their emotions. We as adults don't even know how to do that sometimes. So like when we look at our toddlers that are like, wow, they're just figuring it out. They're feeling some of these things for the very first time. So it is big feelings for them. What's the same thing going into teenagehood? It's the teen years are big feelings and big things going on in their body that they've never felt before. Of course, it's going to create big feelings (laughs) for them. But if we only look at that, we miss out on all of the goodness and the fun and the sweetness of teenagehood too. We just are loving it because they're, they're just so fun. They're some of my favorite people to be around. Like I love hanging out with my kids and like hearing what's going on in their minds and like their hearts and what they're learning and like what their passions and dreams are about. And like when you have that open dialogue and that open conversations, like it truly is so sweet. And I'm just here to say that it does get sweeter, but we have to think that it gets sweeter and we have to look for the sweetness. If we're not looking for it, we will not find it. Yeah. I think if I had to summarize everything you just set up, basically it's presence, right? Like it's just presence in the moment. It's so easy for us to think back on the past with rose-colored glasses, elevated thoughts, and just pine for the past, right? Or maybe in the present, we look towards the future, that the best is yet to come, or that eventually everything's going to pay off, and we're in that moment. Yeah. But what I love is the idea of presence. Like we can be where our boots are, like like we've learned that Wynn says. We can be where we are. It doesn't have to be like if we're on this journey of this hike. Yes, we can be thankful for the moment that we walked over that beautiful stream. Right. We can look back on it with fondness. But that doesn't mean that was the best part. Correct. And we don't have to wait all the way until we get to the mountaintop in order to be present and to be thankful. And that's the best. No, it's like the daily journey. Mm -hmm. And it all comes back to your thoughts about the journey. Like what is today? Because again, if our thoughts are, it's never going to be as good as it used to be, or our thoughts are, when I get this, when my kids are this age, when we reach this part in our job, when we do this, Mm -hmm. then it will be great. But rather in this moment, even though it's hard, this is the moment that we have and the presence in that moment. Yeah, there's a reel that's going around with this older lady at the end of her life. And she's like, I finally have run out of when this happens or just wait till like we live a lot of times in our life. of OK, when the kids get out of diapers, I'll be able to do this when they're potty trained, then I'll be able to do this when they go to school, then I'll be able to do this. And then we look for all of these other milestones to provide an emotion or feeling that we want instead of just realizing we can actually create that for ourselves right now in the midst of the season and circumstance that we're in. We don't have to wait for those things 
to see the sweetness of right now. Because what happens is, and I also had this side of motherhood, when I'm not enjoying the season, and it doesn't mean that you have to enjoy every single minute, okay? When you're a young mom and people are telling you, enjoy every single minute, it's annoying, okay? Like when you're doing all of these little things that are a lot when you, but the more you can assign meaning to the mundane, it's life-changing. I'm telling you, it is beyond life-changing. But when we're always in the past or in the future, we miss out what is right in front of us until we're in the next season and we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have enjoyed that more. I wish I would have relished in that more. I didn't even realize what I had until it was gone. And I was thinking about that this week when I was outside walking. I love to be outside in nature. Like, goodness gracious. It's like free art every day. God is the greatest artist and creator. And there's so much beauty in nature. So I just love soaking it all in. And I was thinking about how we're in spring on the cusp of summer. And there's just so much like green and lush and vibrancy. Like everything is just growing and blossoming. And how easily we can, and in the past, I might've done this. We're, we're like, oh, this isn't going to last long. It's going to be hot. And then school's going to be back again. And we're looking already to the future of this is going to be taken away from us. And we can't even enjoy it like right in front of us. And then we get to summer, we get to fall, we get to school starting. And then we're like, oh man, like I was so worried about school starting or what was next that I didn't like just sit in the beauty of spring and summer. I just let it pass right by me. And so that is what motherhood can feel like sometimes when we're looking to the next season or always looking back. If we're continuing to look back, we miss it. We continue to stay in that cycle of looking back and missing the now, the present. And so I just encourage you to take inventory to audit what am I thinking about this season? What am I creating for myself? That doesn't mean that life is not going to be hard and have challenges. Every season does. Every part of motherhood is going to have its own set of challenges. And you're like, oh, I'm learning something else new (laughs) that wasn't in the past season. But When we have this posture of, man, this is the sweet spot, we're going to continue to find evidence that this is the sweet spot. And then the next season comes and we practice that again. Oh my gosh, this is, but wait, this is the sweet spot. And then you just continue to see motherhood get sweeter and sweeter when you're looking for it. When you tell your brain to look for it, to look for the good, look for the sweetness, look for the beauty, it will go looking for it for you. It will find the evidence and you will start to believe it more and more for yourself. Yeah, I love it. So as we wrap this up, so there's a mom listening right now. She's in the throes of it. It's difficult. And she she really wants to be more present in her day. She wants to see this time as a sweet spot. She's having trouble doing that though. She's either looking past and and regret of maybe what could have been and what didn't happen. Maybe she's looking to the future and say, if only I can never change a diaper again, then I'll, you know, what would you tell her? What could she do today to start moving in that direction? First of all, I would say 
you're completely normal <laughs> and that it's okay to not feel all the mushy feelings all every second of the day. But then I would encourage her to like to process what she is feeling. If she is feeling overwhelmed, if she is feeling frustrated or disappointed, resentful, bitter, whatever it is, to allow that, to allow it to come up and to get to the root of why she's feeling that. To let it flow through her, take a walk, journal it out, to see it clearer on paper. And then we realize, oh my gosh, of course I've been feeling this way. Because I've been thinking this about myself, about my life, about my children, about this season. No wonder I'm feeling overwhelmed. No wonder I'm feeling resentful or bitter. And like letting yourself know that that it's okay to be human and to feel those emotions. But once you process them, you can get to the other side much quicker. And then we get to realize, oh my gosh, I have agency to change the story that I'm believing. Like it's so important to process what's already inside of you and to process the emotion that's already stuck in your body that you're living in. That's so important. Take notice of it. Allow it. But once you've processed those emotions, you realize you can create an intentional thought, an intentional story that is going to serve you in your motherhood. And when you take inventory and audit that and get curious on, huh, wow, I wonder why I've been thinking that. Is that actually true? Or is that a story I've been telling myself? Then we can say, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel in motherhood? I would wager to say you want to feel present. You want to feel joyful. You want to feel delighted in your motherhood. We all want this. And I just want to offer hope that you can. It's absolutely available to you. There is so much abundance ahead. And when you realize how you want to feel, you can create a thought, a story that truly does serve you and that's going to generate those feelings for you. And I'm telling you, you are going to show up in your motherhood and move in this world exactly how you want to be how to become the mom you want to be. But it's going to start with how you're thinking about it, how you're thinking about yourself, how you're thinking about your children and this season and your current circumstances. That is going to create your experience and the results you have right now. And I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you to like just let yourself be a human and process through the emotions you're feeling right now but also realize you have the power and agency and control to think and feel and act the way you want. And that is such a gift to you and your family. And so I'm so excited for the rest of your motherhood. You may be sitting here, oh my gosh, I haven't been thinking this. Wow, I have lived in regret. I have missed out on so much. Like we cannot change any of that. And it's okay to even grieve. And to really show yourself grace and compassion. And wow, I was doing the best that I was could with the tools that I had at the time. And when we see it that way, we can have so much grace and compassion and like moving forward. But if we continue to stay stuck and that we didn't show up the way we want it to, we're not going to show up how I want to now. 
And so there's so much freedom in just looking back at yourself with that compassion and saying, wow, like you were doing the best that you could with what you had. And now you have more tools. Now you can create thoughts that are going to create a different experience for you in your life. And so that gives you so much hope. It gives me hope that I truly do have power to create the experience for the rest of my motherhood, no matter what my circumstances are. And a lot of that has come and will come from continuing to think the thought, this is the sweet spot. But secondly, I would just look for evidence that this is the sweet spot. Ask yourself, how do I, what do I love about this season? Write it down. Find evidence. A lot of the times we're looking for the evidence of the negative. (laughs) We're looking for the evidence of where things have gone wrong. We're looking for the evidence of where we're screwing up, where we're sucking, where the kids are literally running amok and, and like flailing around. And we're looking for that evidence. But when we ask ourselves, like, how can I look for the gratitude in this season? What is the evidence? to show that this is a sweet spot. What do you love about this season? The more you look for evidence, the more it helps your brain to believe that it is true that this is a sweet spot. And you will continue to look for evidence when you're asked your brain to look for it. Yeah, so thanks so much for sharing that. I know it's going to be encouraging to so many people. These are the types of conversations that we have in the Look Up Collective, our coaching community. And so if you would like any more information about that, you can just go to lookupandserve.com and you can get all the information. You can join. You can just try it out. Try it out for a month and see if it's a a place for you. I know you're going to love it. We would love to have you in the Look Up Collective community. We are open for enrollment currently. So go ahead and get in there. It's going to help you and serve you. That's, That's what we do. We help you and serve you to be able to get from where you are to where you're trying to go so much quicker. That's all we have for today. We hope that it was so encouraging to you. If it was, shoot us a DM. Let us know. If it was, reach out to us on Instagram. Put it in your stories so you can go to the top right corner and get the link. If you send it to a mom in your life that you know could use a little encouragement, that in this season, she can see that it is the sweet spot. It is where we can be present where we are and it just keeps on getting better and better. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Keep looking for the good. It's always there.